0: Hey, well, welcome everybody. We want to just invite you guys to another episode. Of our podcast right here at Grace Community Church called What Does God Say About? Dot, dot, dot. So. These are conversations that we get to have with you and with our friends here today that maybe we don't get to necessarily discuss on a weekend. We don't have time to unpack, but we, uh, we just want to take extra time today to be able to connect with you guys and to uh, have a real conversation. And so I want to invite uh, our family and children's pastor, Sarah Mitchell. She's here with us today. And then we also have Kenny and Katie Wilson today with us. And so, um, we're going to talk about a topic today that, uh, I think is really relevant in today's day and age, right? Is blended families. Now I'm excited about this. I'm going to let these two do all the talking because I don't have personal experience with this. So, um, my, my story is, is a little crazy, but it was more on just, uh, a single family, single family parent family. And so uh, I'm actually looking forward to being schooled today. (laughs) So, okay. So um, our desire here, and you can talk about this too, Sarah, a little bit more is just our heart and our desire for our church, our families in our church, our families in our community, even outside of these walls here, is that uh, they would be thriving right they would not just be surviving or on the edge of breakup or whatever it may be and i know there's a lot of families out there but we desire to see families thriving what do you say about that sarah yeah
1: absolutely there is um there's such a heart and a passion at this church for the families in our community and in you know the the wider church community just to be thriving because i really think that thriving families are what is going to um kind of turn the world around i think that that's super important so yeah we're totally for you we want to give you as many resources um, and as much information as we can to help you out and to help your family thrive
0: that's awesome and we'll get to you too in just a second I also just want to encourage you guys today if you're watching if you're uh, listening in to uh, hey we are open for conversations you want to even suggest some topics that um, we might want to talk about in future podcasts, go ahead and, and write those in the comments right now. Go ahead and write those. Um, uh, if you have prayer requests, right, we, we want to pray for you, uh, we want to know uh, what you're struggling with, or uh, we want to maybe even celebrate uh, something that God did in your family. Uh, we're, we are open to that and we want to hear it and we want to um, just love on you in that way, okay? So, Katie and Kenny, Yes, sir. Great to have you guys with us today. Thank you. Thank you you so much. And um, again, I don't have a lot of uh, experience in this, but I would love to hear your guys's – give us the the cliff notes. I know your story is we can do five more episodes on your guys's story. (laughs) So would you guys just uh, talk to us about just a cliff notes version of your guys's story?
2: So when I was 17, I got married and had my first child. We ended up staying married for about 14 years and had three children together. Parenting without Jesus was very difficult. I fell short more times than I can ever explain to you. However, I was really buried in my heart with guilt and shame for some of the mistakes that I made. And I had no forgiveness in my heart for myself. So then fast forward a few years, I um, got married again and had one more child. And unfortunately that didn't last um, because he definitely danced with the devil way more than I ever wanted to.
3: Yes, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, Kenneth Wilson here. Um, I would just say as far as my past, uh, I was just searching for love in the wrong places. Um, Just trying to do everything myself, as far as like my dad um, he's not really teaching me to be a dad um, or a husband at that uh, at that fact so it was really hard for me to uh, realize you know where is the line of being a good dad or just kind of being present i guess um, and so you know i searching for love in the wrong places i just uh, i had two kids with uh, another woman and uh, for about seven years that didn't work out um, and then I ended up getting with another one that was, I thought was better. She was actually pretty, she was worse. So um, I ha- ended up having two kids with her as well. And uh, that didn't work out, but uh, you know, just moving here and uh, realizing, um, you know, I can't do it by myself, you know, um, I tried that way. Uh, I tried that way, even up uh, until I started coming to church and it just wasn't working for me. And um, and then once I started coming to church and uh, doing the small groups and stuff like that, uh, everything just seemed to change. And um, it's really nothing that I feel I did any different. I just didn't do it my own way anymore. And That's so
1: good. Yeah, yeah,
3: you know, and and honestly, it's just, it's an everyday thing. So um, I just mm-hmm. continue to do that and everything just works out. So. Yeah. And you got it all figured out now? Um, I would not say that I got it figured <laughs> out. <laughs> I would not say that I have it figured out. Uh, um, I do feel um, it's an everyday thing. Um, Absolutely. You know, I've done a lot of things to uh, move forward
0: in my growth, but uh, it's going to be a lifelong thing. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And and for you guys out there too, if you're not connected with a small group uh we we desire to here to at Grace to to be a church of small groups I think I really do believe that the church really happens in small groups it doesn't happen absolutely. here on a Sunday and so that's where you can find personal encouragement and real uh real growth in your walk with Jesus can happen so that's awesome that you guys you know can said, I say something
3: that yeah to that as well I, I know it's an Acts, but I can't pinpoint exactly <laughs> where it is um
0: but there's a
3: there's a verse in there that talks about um, you can't grow in solid solidation yeah you know and that really stood out to me I highlighted that Um, you know you just can't grow like you know you go home read your Bible and yes you can get information but I don't feel like you grow anymore and there's a verse in in acts that um, just stuck with me Mm. Um, you can't grow by yourself you need to have the small group so I highlighted that and i just try to keep that in my mind absolutely that's so good guys yeah
0: Yeah. commend you for that
1: yeah i think just kind of going along with the small group thing like when you get into a group with other people who are going through the same stuff that you are you realize like oh like that's not just my issue or that's not just my kid or that's not just my marriage Mm -hmm. um and it's just so good to to have other people there to push you back in the ring when you want to get out and uh, just to be there to support you and pray for you and help you along yeah, your journey, yes. so good job, guys. Yeah,
0: I love the boxing analogy, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it is, it's, I mean, accountability is so key into all this and our growth with our relationship uh, with Jesus and also just for our own personal growth. It's, I mean, that accountability, you know, for people to come alongside you. And I, I think so, so many people feel like their story or their situation, is the only one. Like and I think I feel like we sometimes get in this mindset of like nobody else struggles like I do with this, you know? And that is far from the truth. That's such a lie that the devil has spoken over people and their situations. And so um I I just I love that you guys said yes, we're going to do this and we're going to we're going to get some accountability and just be able to grow as a couple as as followers of Jesus and uh so Yeah, that's really good, guys. I would like to say something on that.
2: So when we first started, if I didn't join a small group, I probably wouldn't feel as connected Mm. um, with everyone else that comes to church and I just developed so many new friends and I was so terrified to have friends you know from being hurt in the past and to really connect with our church and our neighbors it has been life-changing for me because now when I have issues I have people I have moms that I could reach out to and ask for advice or what would you do in this situation or you know just ask for prayer because I don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and if it wasn't for those small groups I probably wouldn't be where I'm at today with my walk with Jesus Mm,
0: that's good that's great
1: hey I just want to mention since we're talking about small groups that our small group launch is the weekend of September 17th and 18th so if you're not in a small group and you've been moved by hearing this you want to make sure that you come to that
0: absolutely absolutely yes get plugged in it's very important um so you know I've known you guys for a few years now you watching you come to church and First of all, I'm really bad at math, but how many kids you have together? Like, I, as a, I, if I can remember, eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all, they have eight kids together. Like, you know, and yeah. uh, which is which is amazing. I've seen all of them here, yeah. which is really great. Um, and right behind this couch is actually where this couple sits, right here, right in the front row, and they're dedicated to coming every Sunday. And so, what is what I love about you guys is watching you um say you know what we're gonna choose to come here right it's very easy with that many personalities in your family <laughs> to be like and i don't even know what your mornings are like at home it's right pretty rough getting here right <laughs> but you could very easily choose like nah this is too much but you make a commitment to be here That's you know awesome. and i love that i love that about you guys and i had um Where my phone? there it is um I had a scripture that just really made me think of um, your guys' commitment and um, your guys' desire to see God work in your family, and that comes from Second Peter um, chapter 1, verse three. It says, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all this by coming to him, know him, the one who has called himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence." And you know, and I just, I love that for you guys because you know, you already said it today, you're like, we can't do this on our own, yeah. right? But it's by his divine power that you are able to raise these eight kids <laughs> in a godly home, yeah. right? And so, um you know, I, I, you talked about like how you used to do this and you know, without Jesus. And I think Sarah has your next question for you. It's like, I'll let you ask it actually. <laughs> right. Just ask So it.
1: I just would love, um, for you to share a little bit about what parenting was like without Jesus and how, uh, what a difference it's made to now parent with Jesus.
3: Um, I will touch on that. Um, as far as parenting, uh, before Jesus, uh, honestly, it was me just parenting the way that I've seen my dad parent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it wasn't a good situation, you know, um, as far as, I mean, he was there, he was, you know, buy us gifts and stuff like that, but that's not what matters. Um, it's about just teaching the next generation how to raise their kids Mm -hmm. when we're not here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he didn't teach me that. So for me, it was just mimicking what my father did. And I thought that was okay. Mm -hmm. And all it did was land me in trouble and, um, you know, the kids not happy and stuff like that. So, um, I would say with parenting with, uh, Jesus now, it's just, Um, you know, you can look in the Bible and just um, find anything that kind of what you're going through at that moment and you know how to handle situations. And that's honestly what I do. And then, you know, doing my small groups and stuff like that, uh, I bring things up and then I get feedback from other uh, Christians. And that's what I need. Um, You know, just trying to parent the way before. Just it's not the right way. And it's unfortunate that you know, maybe my dad—that's the way he was taught too. Yeah. You know, um, but I just had to stop that uh, cycle, and then just uh, Jesus is the only way now. So, so yeah. I mean, any other way is not the way, and f- I'm figuring that out. Yeah. And uh, it will probably be my kids will probably be grown until I'm like where I need to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you know? great. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna push forward. Yeah. Every day. So that's beautiful. Yeah. And no <laughs> offense
0: to ladies out there. But it is something about when a man says those words, yeah. um, that is so powerful, you know, because we are we're the men in our home are supposed to be the spiritual leaders of our home, you know. And I think a lot of times and, and sometimes it's necessary for the for the wife to have to do that, right? But I see you, Kenny, being able to step into that calling of your life and say, No, we're just gonna choose Jesus, man. Like this is we're done with doing it the world's way and we got to do it Jesus way because even, even though it's like transforming and it's like sometimes it's really uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you, <laughs> you, you air back and I know what you mean because you air back sometimes on going, but that's the way I grew up. Right. That's the way I remember it being. And, and God has to go like, wait, 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 well, hold on. That's not the way we're going to do it because like you said too, it's just raising up generations. And I feel like too, just as we're talking is that, God wants to do amazing things through the both of you to set generations and generations Amen. and generations of that's so followers good. of Jesus. That's, man. that's what we're going for here. Yes, come on, <laughs> come on, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so to answer your question, um, prior to... Having Jesus in my life, I screamed a lot, I yelled a lot. I don't feel like I truly had the connection with my children. It was do as I say, not as I do. And now watching my children grow under God and being able to parent them in such a a comforting way, like I want to represent Jesus in everything that I do. And I, I want them to have the connection and know their heavenly father. And if I'm falling short, I, as a child, correlated my father with Heavenly Father, so I didn't believe in God, because he wasn't present and he wasn't there. So I'm trying to lead my children to be like Jesus, and so I have to parent as close as I can to Jesus, and I fall short all the time, but I absolutely ask for forgiveness for them, and I let them know, hey, I messed up, and I'm so sorry, you know, because I want them to come to me and do that same thing. So it's really, I just, I always have to turn to God in every situation because
1: (laughs) I fall short every day. (laughs) I love that you're so vulnerable and open about your falling short, because I think it's really easy to look on Instagram or to think about like, you know, the Brady Bunch as a blended family and think like, I've got to get this right, Um, but we're not gonna get it right. And our kids will learn so much from watching us learn and grow as we parent like we're going to be better parents tomorrow than we were yesterday absolutely. and it's yeah. just going to keep going like we'll continue to be better the more that we decide that our growth you know matters and then that will encourage them to keep growing too yep. there is no point of arrival <laughs> as a parent <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
0: absolutely do you have any Yeah, what do
1: um what do you guys think is the biggest threat to families right now?
3: satan it's very (laughs) easily put Um, well it's an everyday thing yeah you know um again um i don't ever feel like i'm gonna get to the end when it comes to following jesus that's the thing you know um you know uh, there's times where everything's going really good in our home and then it's you know satan just attacks because he doesn't want that in our in our house you know and so that's i would say that's the biggest threat you know is just um It's a
2: spiritual battle in in a lot of aspects. Um, The kids go out to school and they see the way of the world. And then we're at home and we live a Christian life and we really try to live a different way. And every day is a battle because, unfortunately, we haven't been able to get the kids into the Christian school that we've been on the waiting list for. So we have so many different aspects um that come home every day and we really pray over our children more than they even realize because sometimes we
1: have no idea how to handle what they're going through absolutely yeah yeah that's i think that's so good that you uh, that you mentioned that you pray for them because you can't do everything but you're empowered by the one who can yeah. Yeah. and so i think total reliance on him you know he God knows what plans He has for your family, for your kids, um, and and He's gonna complete the work that He began in you guys and in them, yep. um, and you guys can hold on to that promise that no matter what they face in the world and in culture, like He's got them.
0: Good. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask another question to you guys, which um, might be a struggle for. I, I'm pretty sure it's a struggle for. Any blended family, right? Is I'm going to call it today the hand, the, the handoff, right? Okay. Okay? <laughs> okay. So the handoff is what we would call, you know, okay. My my ex gets the kids this weekend. I get them the next week, right? Um, what has that been like for you guys as as a couple of? Um, and I know you've told me stories and and um, but what is, what is that like? I mean, how is that pretty difficult? Like, you know, because here you go, you, I mean, you're, you're raising your kids in this, like, ext, you know, trying to do the best you can with amazing values and praying over your kids and like a godly home. And then they might go to somewhere else, you know, or people watching, they said they, they go to somewhere else and then they don't get that at that other home. Yeah. Like, how hard is that coming, that transition, like going back and
2: forth? So I'll start with mine. Yeah. Um, I don't have a difficult transition. Yeah. Um, I, we did have some struggles many, many years ago, but he's, him and his wife have turned their life around and oh, have come to Jesus. Come on, so praise him. Come on. yeah, it's been amazing to be able to do this, the... The handoff. Yes. Um, we have open communication. It's always positive. There's yeah. never any type of drama. Yeah. Um, so I am fortunate for um, half of the kids.
3: Best case scenario, right? Best case. Scenario. Yeah, that's awesome. it's yeah. great. Oh. So let's get to the worst case scenario.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: for mine, I it's after her talking about her uh, handoff uh, when I do have to hand my children off uh, to their mom. I wish it was like that. Yeah, you know, um, I pray for her, yeah. you know, all the time. And it took me a while to uh, get to that point where you know people's told me you need to pray for that person, you know, mm-hmm. and that was really hard for me because it's it's super hard transition. You know, we we bring the kids to church. You know, we're always implementing just Jesus in our life, and then uh, they go there and she doesn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. You know, so it makes it really difficult uh for a, a, our situation because you know it's it's mom that doesn't believe in god but it's dad and stepmom that do yeah um so it's a really difficult uh dynamic as far as that handoff goes yeah uh, but again i just pray you know for her um otherwise i wouldn't be able to handle it to be honest with you yeah. so that's really the only thing i can do is just pray for her that's beautiful and man. uh I'm just waiting for it to come you know for it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh that's all I can do is
0: just pray every day for her. Absolutely. Hit the mic. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> well I I just think too of you know, like in a situation like that, like what it spiritually does to the kids too. You know, and absolutely and unfortunately that's just the situation you're in, right? Yeah. And God's God's gonna redeem that, and He's—I really do. And you just keep praying for her, man. Like, yeah. and what's what I think is really important, even for anybody watching or listening to this, is too, is like, have your kids watch you and like hear you praying for the person that you really disagree with. Like, yes. that is so huge because they're gonna remember that one day. They're gonna remember, you know what? I, some something was something was wrong there, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember dad like praying for, you know, my mom to come to Jesus and to turn her life around to to find him, to seek him. And um they'll, they're gonna remember that, man. Like and it's those things that we desire we we pray for and hope for our kids to remember because like they're gonna remember a lot of things, but I hope they always remember the good things, you know. Yeah. So
3: Um, I can touch on that too as yeah. so, well. Um if you I feel as if you don't pray like in my situation if I didn't pray for her um, I would just be upset you know um, whether it be you know situations where we go to pick them up and then you know drive thousands of miles and then her not want to return them uh, the first thing you want to do is you know <laughs> kind of act <laughs> like, out you know what's going on yeah, yeah and uh, so I just you know um, I can touch on that situation a little later, but yeah, just to pray for her that way. I don't act out in the way that we necessarily would if we didn't have Jesus yeah. in our life. So That's great. yeah,
1: I love that you've highlighted prayer as one of like the main things that you guys do as a family. Yeah. How you how you parent with Jesus, you know, is through prayer. Whether it's for a hard situation or about something, mm-hmm. um, what is what would you guys say is another like tool or something that you guys have done in your parenting with Jesus that's maybe just made a big impact that other people would be able to implement too. I
3: I would say uh, just something that we learned in the Lisa Max, um, just kind of letting them make them small mistakes while they're young. Um, Because it's easy to say like, you know, uh, you left the milk on the counter, you know, or something like that. But those are small things. you know, and we were we were taught that you know let them make them small mistakes when they're younger, um, so they don't make the big ones when they get older. And that that's a that's a good thing for us to keep in mind because it's easy to, you know, why is there marker on the back of my couch? You know, <laughs> um,
2: you know, with with Lisa Max, the book study and the heart splinters, that was something I really had to learn because even though I knew I had issues. I sometimes forget that I put some of my kids through issues or they had issues at school and they have these heart splinters that we don't necessarily know about. And so sometimes when they act out, I really have to talk to the Holy Spirit and ask them, you know, is this something that they're acting out um, out of anger or out of hurt and just really not be so quick to yell or reprimand them until I I, have my time with the Holy Spirit to differentiate and really calm myself, and then have the ability to talk to them um, and figure out what really is going on because sometimes they really are having a bad day and we're pushing them too much. And then, you know, they have a behavior, and, you know, really focusing on not parenting the behavior but parenting their heart is something I continuously remind myself every single day because I.
1: I want to freak out sometimes. <laughs> I really yeah. do. That's so good, and it's so applicable, no matter what your family looks like. Whether you're like you know the two kids and a dog family, or you're a single parent, or you're a blended family. Um, but that I think I've heard Carl talk about this um, in a sermon before. But he used the phrase uh, "connection over correction." Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, that that was something that Lisa Max has mm-hmm. talked a lot about is just making sure that you're connected with your kids rather than being so focused on the behavior. And I know that's one of my biggest growth areas as a parent is I just want to parent their behavior. Yep. Um, and I, if I think back like so many people missed my heart as a kid because they were worried about my behavior and um, so something that I super like am intentional about in our home and it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I just think about it. even this morning my, I was in the bathroom that's too much TMI. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm I'm in there, and I could hear everybody in my house screaming at each other. Yes, it happens in a pastor's house too. <laughs> so and I'm like, what is going on? And I walk upstairs, and I just I was firm, but I wasn't gonna like go to that because I was like, because my my pass is like yelling. You yell back, yes, right? Yes, yes. So <laughs> totally. and so I come upstairs, and I'm just like what is going on right now? <laughs> I was like, what are you guys accomplishing by this? You know, what do you, are you stirring up hate? Or are you stirring up love yeah. by screaming at each other? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just moments like that where you gotta like, you go, okay, God, you gotta show me what to say here because I want to do something else. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> right. And so uh, I just, I love that you guys are just pursuing Jesus and, you know, um, just keep doing your thing, man. And I love watching you guys with your family here on the weekends and and uh, watching you take communion and pray with your family and, like, your kids. I mean, that inspires me because I stand right on the stage and I see all these things happening, but I see you guys really pursuing Jesus, you know. So just keep doing that, yeah.
1: So good. Um, So kind of as we wrap up here today, um, I just wanted to make sure that um, we let you guys know who are watching um, some resources that we have available for you and some upcoming events. September is going to be chock full of... Family stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're starting a sermon series in September um, called For Better or For Worse. Is that You're right? Preaching. Yeah, and I'm preaching the first weekend <laughs> of that. Um, and, and then um, we've got a few different sermons within that series. So we'll be talking a lot about family um, for at least three weeks in September. And then September 9th and 10th, we have our Thriving homes conference there is a fly there is (laughs) 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 sorry (laughs) i can't deal with it anymore uh there so we have a thriving homes conference coming september 9th and 10th so it's a friday night and a saturday day Um, and we're going to have ben and Brittany circle from loving on purpose join us for the weekend we're going to be talking about marriage and parenting and just what it looks like to create thriving homes Um, and thriving relationships in our home. So that's gonna be awesome. You'll wanna make sure you get on and register for that. And then later on September 22nd, we're gonna have a family and technology workshop here where we're gonna talk all things family and technology and the good, the bad, and the ugly that comes along with that. So you will wanna make sure that you register for that as well um and then um both Katie and Kenny mentioned um Lisa Max and she is an awesome resource that we have for parenting um and so you can check out more stuff on our website or on her website let the children fly.com
0: yeah it's amazing yeah it's good good relevant resources uh coming up here and so if you're not connected with the church and you're watching this please get connected we would love to see you here but there's plenty of churches that great churches around here in Montrose that would love to have you and um I just want to encourage all of you guys again today that are watching this or listening in, just know that God wants to redeem all the things that have happened to you, right? And even your choices, even your past relationships, maybe they weren't ideal, but he wants to redeem that and he and He gives forgiveness uh, daily for these things, mm-hmm. daily. And there's so much hope in this for you guys. So if you're in that place right now where you're just like, you just feel so much guilt and shame for things that have happened and your your relationships have broken up and now you have kids involved or whatever it may be just uh, we would love to pray for you okay we would love to pray for you so would you just would you just type that in the comments right now we would love to pray for you we would not know who is um, and if if it's too personal you can go on our website and hit prayer requests. And uh, one of our pastors is gonna see that and he's gonna inform us about that. Um, so just know that there's hope, forgiveness, and uh, redemption in all of this. And so Katie and Kenny Wilson, just love having you guys. Sarah, thanks for helping me Absolutely. Uh, with this conversation. We love you guys so much. Keep doing a good job. And keep pursuing Jesus. Um, And thank you guys all for uh, joining in and listening and tuning in with us for another episode of What Does God Say About? And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys.